This is Run It Back with R.J. Broadhead. Welcome to the show. This is Run It Back. I'm R.J. Broadhead. The Tiger Cats are now a third through the season, and they have two wins and four losses. On Friday, they lost to the Argonauts 31-15. It's the second time this season that Toronto has beaten Hamilton. The Argos remain the only undefeated team in the CFL at 5-0. The Ticats got off to a slow start in this one again. They trailed Toronto 20-3 at halftime. Through six games, the Tiger Cats have not scored a touchdown in the first quarter. They've managed just two James Butler touchdowns in the second quarter this season. That's two touchdowns in the first half so far this season. That's compounded by the fact they've allowed 13 touchdowns to their opponents in the first half. It's tough to win when you're playing from behind, and they've trailed at halftime in five of six games, including double-digit deficits four times. Here's linebacker Chris Edwards. We a team, of course, but we can't worry about offense and special teams. we got to worry about weak control. So, you know, as long as we stopping them from getting points, three points, or we getting turnovers, that's all that matters, and that'll help the, that'll help the offense. It's definitely tough, you know, and planning the games, you know, you telling me these stats, I don't notice it because I'm playing a game, but we can't win football games like that, though. We got to start faster. We got we to gotta play together, and we got to be physical, cut down the penalties. We handle those four or five things, we'd be a much better team. Now we hear from receiver Terry Godwin on getting off to better starts. Like we've been saying all, all season, we just got to offense got to come out and be on all courts and be clicking on all cylinders from the start. I mean, we can't wait to that second half or that third quarter or second quarter to try to play catch-up ball and then kind of put all the pressure on our defense once they're doing what they're supposed to do. Once we get those two and outs on defense, offense got to go out there and click on all cylinders and put up points, not touchdowns. I mean, not field goals, but touchdowns. And that's the difference that's going to set us aside and put us uh, above the other teams. So once we get that, uh, I mean, there's no team out here that can stop us when we're clicking on all cylinders. In two games against Toronto, both losses... The Ticats have never had a lead, not even for a second. They also haven't forced any turnovers against Toronto. It's the third time in six games the Tiger Cats have failed to get any takeaways in a game. Penalties have been a problem, too. For the second straight game, the Ticats took at least 100 yards in penalties. It's also the third time in six games they've hit triple digits in penalty yardage. That's a lot of penalties in half their games so far. Chris Edwards has been one of the best Ticats defenders this season. He had another big game against Toronto. He has 23 tackles on the season. Ten have come against the Argos. He has three quarterback sacks on the season. Two have come against the Argos. So the former Argo knows the Ticats can and will play a lot better going forward. We just got to go harder. I mean, they rolling right now. That's a good football team over there. But, like, I feel we got a good football team over here, so as long as we come together, we cut down on the penalties, and we continue to be physical, you know, it's a long season. We're going to come together, and eventually we'll start beating everybody. We have to have accountability partners, you know, because when you're shooting yourself in the foot like that, it's hard to win games, you know. Not only is it the team trying to beat you, but we're beating ourselves with penalties. So, you know, just like you said, we got teammates. We holding each other accountable because that has to stop in order for us to get to where we want to get to. The Argos rushed for 112 yards in the game. It's the fifth time in six games where the Ticats have allowed over 100 yards rushing. To put that into perspective, the Ticats allowed 100 yards rushing three times in the regular season in 2022. 
They finished as the number one defense against the rush. Edwards says the run defense is something the Ticats are focused on improving. Five games out of 600 yards, we have to key on it. You know, it's a must we stop the run because it, in football, if you can't stop the run, it's tough to stop the pass. So, you know, uh, that just comes with being physical, like I said in the beginning, being physical and just being assignment sound, being in our gaps, you know, and we'll come together and stop the run. Taylor Powell went 27 for 41, 282 passing yards. He threw an interception and ran 13 yards for his first CFL touchdown. It was a good performance in his first CFL start against one of the best defenses in the CFL. Powell's favorite target was Terry Godwin. Godwin caught seven of nine targets for 103 yards. It was Godwin's first 100-yard receiving game in the CFL. If you're a big stat guy, unlike myself, because I really don't watch stats at all. So if you're looking at your own stats or your team stats, then you know what your accolades are and what you're doing. But me personally, I just go out there and play ball. Whatever comes my way, I'm catching it. However many yards I get, that's what I do. As long as we win at the end of the day, that's what I'm here for. Um, like I said earlier, we didn't, we haven't been coming out on top. So, I mean, it's just the small things that we got to go back and change. I'm happy that I got the stats or whatnot, but the outcome wasn't what the team wanted or what we wanted. So, I mean... Yes, yeah, a great self-accomplishment, but I want a team goal, and we didn't get that. But, I mean, like I say, looking back on my performance, it was good, but I could have. I feel like I could have done more to help the team since we didn't get the win. And that's the, the perfectionism, right. and I, I know there was the one that was tipped. Oh, man, yeah. It was like a change-up in baseball. Yeah, man, and crazy thing is we work on those type of balls at practice, and it, that one, I'm the type of guy, like, like you just said, I'm a perfectionist, so like the balls that come to me, I love to catch every pass, regardless of how it's thrown, whatever. But me just seeing that ball and it tipped off my hand, it kind of got to me. But at the end of the day, I'm a receiver. That's what I get paid for, so I got to make those catches. Godwin has no touchdowns in his CFL career yet, but it's coming, right, Terry? I mean, we're going to get there sooner or later, but as long as we're doing a, a great thing as a team, I can't force it. So whenever it comes, I know it's going to be a big-time moment for me. So so the offensive coordinator behind me giving a thumbs up to that, that's probably a good sign. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, sir. I mean, Coach Tommy, I mean, that's my guy. We have a great time there in the offense, uh, a meeting room, and just to see him, you know, happy and being cheerful, I mean, it, sh it shows what we have on this team. Last season, Godwin had 107 yards receiving total, albeit it was only a couple of games, but he almost matched that total against Toronto. It's the second straight game that Godwin has had the most targets and receptions among Ticats receivers. He is emerging as a star in this Ticats receiving core. It was a good game for Godwin, but the team leader in receiving yards is Tim White. White did not add to his totals. He had no receptions against Toronto and has just three catches in his last three games. The good news is he's healthy, so no issues, just a rare, quiet game for him. It's challenging for sure, and obviously I expect to get, you know, catches. So uh, it's just something I have to, you know, battle myself with, and it's just another challenge. I think we had a similar conversation last year. I actually looked back. It was uh, two games you had three receptions. So now this is three games with three receptions. Do you remember what, what happened after that slow stretch? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I finished like my last out of 10 games. I probably had seven 100-yard games or something like that. Yeah. 
is that something that um, you know maybe we can uh, hope for going forward? Yeah, I hope so. You know, obviously, I want to bring my best, you know, to the to the games and make sure that I give the fans something to you know remember. And uh, hopefully, we are able to do that down the stretch. Watch for Tim White to have a big game on Friday. The great players always seem to improve after slumps. In the two wins for the Ticats this season, offensive play calls have been close to 50-50 between the pass and the run. In the losses, the Ticats have been very pass-heavy. The Argos did their homework and knew the Ticats would lean on their running game, not only because it had been effective, but also if they could establish consistent runs, it would ease some pressure on the rookie quarterback making his first CFL start. The Argos limited James Butler to just 14 yards on eight carries. A far cry from his 127 yards he racked up against Edmonton. So Toronto did their homework on the Ticats running game. The Ticats will try to get the balanced attack going and get a win in Ottawa on Friday. The Red Blacks are ahead of the Ticats in the East Division. They're currently in second place in the division, so this is a big one. The Ticats Audio Network will bring you all the information leading up to the game on Friday, which you can hear... It's at listen.tycats.ca. This has been Run It Back with RJ Broadhead. If you like what you're hearing, give us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your audio content.